even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie, newly free agent de Jesus. And I am Finkus Maximus. <laughs> uh, contact information, as always, you can call our hotline number. You like that, right? Yeah, it's very good. You can call our hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast cast you use. Just search uh, the Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks and we'll be the ones that pop up. Subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks at Frankie DeJesus at D John Triano at those on that on this show. Um, <laughs> join our Facebook group was my favorite place to be on. <laughs> you better fuck up a little bit this one. Damn, I should have two different fucking pages for this show. You really should. Um, subscribe to us on Facebook groups, my favorite place to be online. Uh, and also subscribe to us on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks and uh, with the show. Yeah, man. So. Fucking dark week of wrestling. Wow. That means generally... First, we had the Lekos, and then Fink. Right. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll try to do them in order. Um, generally, every year after WrestleMania, some couple of wrestlers always let go. Yeah. Well, they kind of clean house. But what happened this Wednesday yeah. was ridiculous. You know... For no fucking reason. No, well, you're right. On one hand, I want to say, you know what? It happened. No, because what happened was going on with the world and I running live shows. What has happened? Huh? I mean, no, never. Go right, ahead. But I say, on one hand, I want to say it's because of that, but... It's not. Vince lost money on yeah. XFL. He had to declare bankruptcy. Yeah. So even though he said XFL, nothing to do with WWE, two separate companies, that's one of the reasons he did it. Plus, they just... Bribe somebody to make WWE an essential business in Florida. Mm-hmm. They paid Goldberg four million dollars for a couple of shows, and now they're cutting all these wrestlers. This is ridiculous. This is Vince. If WWE goes out of business, this is Vince's fault. Well, they're not going to go out of business. They got money. They got. Yeah. They have money. They're not losing money. They're not going to lose money. I'm saying, but you know, what? even if they didn't fire anyone, I know I'm. Just... They wouldn't have lost money. The only reason they did this. Is to for their profit margins, right? Of course, that's it. That's all this was. Yeah, of course. This wasn't because of COVID or anything like that. I know. I, I was saying yeah. that's what no, I'm not saying. That's what I was saying. saying. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just saying like this would have happened regardless because they're not meeting their 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 quotas and shit like that. Their profit margins or whatever right. the fuck. And that's it. They have a lot of money earmarked from the 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 TV deals and all that shit. Like we said before, if they didn't have the TV deals, they'd be in trouble. Right. But they do, and they're not. And, you know, and then this shit happens. You know, you know, it's just one of those things where, like, for years, everybody ripped on Vince for eating up, taking up all the talent, all the all the indie talent. Mm-hmm. He couldn't afford it. If it hit him, bottom line. Yeah. So let's go through the list of who who left. But the who problem left. is, it didn't. He could afford it. That's what's fucked up about this. 
He didn't have to let anyone he go. He could afford it, but it, it would have screwed up. It, it would have fucked it his made the book. It would have made their bottom line look in a, in a spot that he didn't want it in for their shareholders. Yeah, that's, that's what why it was. He right. They, they, they would still be running shows. The, the, WWE would survive this if they didn't fucking do this. Right. It, it, and, uh, let's be fair. What's going on in the world? They can't run house shows. They're losing money from that too. Has Ring of that Honor is part of let it. anyone go? But yeah, but their their um, roster is a quarter size WWE's. Regardless, they still haven't let anyone go. No one's let anyone go yet, you know. And in New Japan, you have uh, Tanahashi going to the government, the Japanese government. Oh yeah, and pleading that. for the smaller companies. Yeah, you know, and saying like, listen, let's not do any wrestling until this is taken care of and take care of these smaller companies. He didn't do it for New Japan at all. He did it for the smaller companies. Because he knows New Japan will survive. Yeah. You know? But and, these smaller companies won't. And then this shit happens with a huge fucking... They're, which they're going to make like a billion this year. Right? So, I, I it this pissed me off. All right. A little bit. <laughs> it pissed me off a lot. Let's be fair about it. It pissed me off a lot. Yeah, it did. I'm being sarcastic. But. And, and not only that, a lot of these guys, they like like guys and girls, they let go. They just flew in for Raw on Monday. Yeah. Putting their health at risk. Yeah. The what farm two days later? Yeah. Alright, let's get into the list. What we're gonna do with this list, we're gonna do two things. We're going to say where where they're the best fit and where we think they'll actually end up. Yeah. Cause there is a difference. Like though know, certain guys are better fit in one place than the other, but they're gonna go here instead, maybe because of the money, maybe because of who's there. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do wrestlers first and then the coaches and all that later. Okay? We'll do just the wrestlers for now. And I'm going to skip the NXT talent? No, do them. No, because I don't know half of them. Because it's all guys we'll just go through them, man. Whatever, whoever we don't know. Most of them skip. are guys that were never really on TV. Except for one or two. Yeah, just go through them. All right. We'll be fast. Alexandra Jokes Jacksick from NXT. He'll probably end up back in NXT at some point. Uh, possibly. Um, did they give a secondary name for him? No. Um, These yeah. are names they wrestled with. He can end up anywhere. He's an anywhere guy. Cesar Benino. Another NXT guy. Yeah, him I know. Um, he's appeared on NXT a few times. Nothing major. Um, yeah, he's a whatever. He's another end up anywhere. He might be one of those guys that ends up at um, the AW training school. Uh, QT Marshall's at QT training Marshall's school. QT Marshall's yeah. Possibly. Yeah, he can end up anywhere. He's anywhere. Uh, the, the first big name on it says Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Um, relatively big, yeah. Um, he's someone that can end up. I could. Well, wait, well, hold on. Where is he the best fit? Like, best where fit. do you think he should go? I anywhere really. That depends on. That's a weird question. Where he should go, um, or best fit even. But I can see him in AEW. Um, along with Zack Ryder, just to be like a. Like a utility tag team, you know? Right. Like tag team that can be in whatever spot they need to be there, be in, and help push the other guy out. Kind of like um, Coca Bana and stuff like that, you know? Push them just enough, just so that when the real guy they really want to push can beat them, you know? Um, um, me, Impact. Impact. He is talented enough, hmm. and he won't get lost in the shuffle in Impact. Because he's still, he's still kind of a big star. I, I, mean, I, I can see Impact. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I can see Impact, um, but I, I kind of see AEW more 
because of the relationship. Like Zack Ryder knows Cody. Cody even when this all happened, yeah, I saw that. posted that picture and stuff like that. And I think wherever Zack Ryder will go, um, Myers will go, Kurt Hawkins, um, because they got a company together. They got like this. They, I Zack Ryder is one of those guys that can reinvent himself or not reinvent themselves but he can go out there and get a lot of social media followers and stuff like that he, that's how he got his push on WWE you know he went out there did that whole internet championship and he got a lot of people behind him for it and then then he got put on the main roster and then they just started squashing him on the main roster and stuff like that he had that one shining moment yeah at Wrestlemania he won the IC belt right and then and then they sent him home and then he reinvented himself not reinvented but he redid his whole social media stuff again where he started this um, YouTube show with with Myers doing the the it's called Major Wrestling Figure Podcast yeah and it's a good podcast and they have it's a, they have a major like footprint in, in that in that excuse me gas um, in that in that world you know so they have a company they have like a, a brand already you know so even if they don't get back into wrestling I think they'll be fine yeah. You know? um, but yeah, I don't see them ever really being world champions or anything like that. You know? But I do see them being great utility guys. Right. You know, like Coca Bana or. Or Sean maybe Spears. even like a, a, tra- a transitional tag champion. But that's what utility is. To get the belts from one guy to another team. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like a utility. Yeah. You, they can be in the spot that they need to be in to get the story across or right. to get the push across and whatnot. You know, like Coca Bana. You know, they push. And we'll talk about it later. But they push Kokobana to a point where, okay, now he's going to fight this guy. And he's going to have to prove himself. And it helps that other guy get over as well to prove himself against this guy. Right. You know? And I think that's what they would be great at, these two. Zack Ryder and Brian Myers. All right. Next up. At AEW. Or um, Deanna Perrazzo. Oh. Um, yeah. That, that, the, the funny thing about the this list... Not the funny thing, but a lot of these people wanted to get let go. Yeah, yeah, they, they, a lot of them weren't happy. There. So I don't know what the situation was. Did they get offered checks or something? Like that? Do you know what? Like they get offered like like severance pay or something like that. Like who wants to take a check to leave? I don't know that. Because I wouldn't be surprised if they if a lot of these guys were like raising their hands, be like, "Yo, I'll go." So it's very like, possible because you know? EC three, Deanna Perrazzo has, has been known to wanting to leave. Um, to a point where they they were just jobbing her on NXT for a while. Um, uh, there are others. We'll, we'll get to them when, uh, when we get to them. But yeah, so Deanna Prowse was one of those people that wanted to leave. She'll be great anywhere she lands. AEW could use her for sure. They need, yeah, their women's um, is not great. Not as good now. They've, they've repackaged it. Um, but having her would be great. Um... I almost said NXT. It was just dumb. <laughs> um, Impact could use her too. I think I, I think I was gonna say Impact probably the best fit for her. I think. I think that you you wish you get the most success there. Um, next up, Dorian Mack, Dan Matha. My NXT, NXT guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's he can end up wherever. Um, I don't really know how good he is because he's never really wrestled. Um. They had one great package with him um, where they were promoting the shit out of him in NXT. Every week, they, they would show videos of him working out and you see his fucking huge body and muscles and shit like that. 
and he would look at the camera and the camera was always like right below him so it was always like he's looking down at the camera and he's like I'm coming you know and it was these big like for maybe two or three months there was these video packages that they would just put out on NXT and all it was was for when he finally made his debut and he walked in the ring and he was supposed to fight some jobber and he's in the ring and then Samoa Joe comes out of nowhere and destroys him and then he I think grabs the microphone and he was trying to demand a, a title shot at NXT and that was a great thing because it got Samoa Joe super fucking over but that's all it was it was just a bunch of video packages just to get him over so when Samoa Joe comes and destroys him he looks super fucking big you know <clears throat> so uh, Dan Mather can end up anywhere really right, next up uh, Drake Maverick this was a sad one. Yeah, sort of. This the video, was a sad yeah. one. This was gut wrenching. Um, I'm gonna say Impact because he, you know, he has a history there. Grant has different ownership now. Yeah, but he has a name there. Like they know him there. Yes, but um, yeah. But the thing is, do you think he'd be successful there? Like successful, successful. Yeah, I think, and I, I mean, I don't see him. Like again, he's another one I don't see being like, and he's a good wrestler, but I don't, I don't see like world championship in his future. No. You know, um, I can see him at AEW easily, um, Ring of Honor, have him do an indie run. That'd be cool. Um, next up, EC3, who's who's already reinvented himself. Yeah, I saw that. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was. Um, AEW with um MJF. Yeah, probably. That'd be a good fit. Yeah, and um, and it, it's possibly likely because of I remember they were like teasing shit with him and Jericho and stuff like that on Impact, and he has a lot of friends there. And and no, I'm sorry, and uh, AEW. Um, so I can see that easily happening. Uh, yeah, I think AEW would be the best fit, regardless of it. between any other of those companies. I think AEW is probably the best fit. All right, next up, Edgar Lopez. Say again? I can hear Edgar you. Lopez. No. Uh, I don't know who that is. Probably a guy that, that wasn't even on a TV yet. Yeah. All right, move on. Epigo and Primo Cologne. Yeah, I forgot they were still there. They weren't. They, they've been in Puerto Rico the whole time. No, but they were still part of this company. Right. But yeah, they're, they're working in Puerto Rico. They're, gonna like stay in, they're just going to stay in Puerto Rico, probably. Yeah, probably. The, the fucked up thing is that they're a great team. Yeah. They're, they're really good. Um. They never they didn't know what to do with them. Yeah, I mean now that they're released, I can see them going maybe Triple A. You know, doing a run out there. Um, Impact would be good for them too. Yeah, I think they'll be a good fit for Impact. Um, next up, Eric Young. Anywhere, he's an anywhere guy too. Impact would be fine. AW would be fine. Um. Ring of Honor would be awesome, actually. For also, like, not... I'm not saying, like... Again, like... For now, like, I, I don't think he's a... a someone, he's, like, what, 40-something? Yeah. Or 40, I think. He's up there, yeah. Yeah, you know. I don't think it's, like... I don't think there's... And, you know, it's possible he, he can still go, you know, but... I don't see a big future right now. He's, uh, he's at the... Like, at 40, so... Anywhere for him. He could be that, that vet guy. A good vet hand, you know? Um, for sale, Curdy from NXT. 
Fasel Kurgi? No idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Heath Slater. That was another nice... I uh, messed up one. That dude was with this company for a long time. Super fucking loyal, man. And but you, you watch the video he did? Yeah. He looked like he was like, you know, I'm going to be fine. Go, I get the angle. I got to go. I got I to I got, I got, I'm going to feed these kids. Yeah. Uh, you could tell he was a little bit, a bit like remorse about it, though. There yeah. was a point where he, like, I felt like his voice was cracking about it. Yeah. And then he was like, no, don't worry. I'm all right. And he told, like, I like that he, he told his people, like, don't worry about me. I'm good. I got money. So my family's taken care of and stuff yeah. like that. You know, I, I like he, that he did that. He seems like one of those guys that saved his money. Like, he did it right. Yeah. Um, AEW, I mean, again, I, like, I don't see him being, like, a big champion. But I think AEW could do right with him. Um, Impact could do right with him. My thing with Impact or most companies is, or compared to AEW is I don't think... Like, AW, if they got any of these guys, I don't think they're going to be like, here's Heath Slater, the next uh, world champion. You know, he's going to be the next person to get a shot, you know? You know, Impact, I think they will give him the title. You know, they'll push him too hard. Right out the back. Just because he's a, a former WWE guy. Right. You know? Um, but, yeah. I, AW, I think we, we could use him good. good util, another utility guy for now. Next up. Hussein Aldegar. I think a lot of these guys they they signed to NXT contracts and they were in Saudi Arabia. Probably it was probably and, from and they that, did a lot, that they school. Did they tryouts out. They did yeah. tryouts out there. Well, they got a school out there. Yeah. There are a new performance center. All right. Next up, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. They're going back to Japan. Well, yeah, they've so much as hinted at that. Yeah. Um, right when the releases happened, they yeah they released a episode of their talk their podcast, which I don't think they've done for a while. The, I think it's called Talking Shop with uh, Rocky Romero, which is a New Japan guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then they kept releasing like pictures and stuff like that with you know Tokyo, Japan, and shit yeah. like that. So obviously, probably Japan they're going to, um, but I AW will be. Yeah, a perfect fit for them. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. AEW's got too many tag teams. I've said it. Be, we want all these, like, you know, the big, we want, the Revival's probably going to head there. Then you have Luke, you have like 15 tag teams there. No. That, 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 no, that's not what this is about. Where can they go? Where would be the best fit for them? Japan. Yeah, yeah Japan would be best. Um, AEW would be a great fit for them, you know? Um, regardless of how many tag teams they have, you don't even know if most of those tag teams are going to still be tag teams, like we talked about before. You know, Ray and the Lucha Bros are, from what I've read, you know, they have plans to have like singles uh, pushes for them. You know, Jurassic Express is obviously going to break up at some point. You know, um, they've been teasing uh, a breakup of the Bucks for a long time. You know, they've been teasing a. Possibly a breakup of the PMP at one point. Not a breakup, breakup, but having them go singles and stuff like that. So a lot of these tag teams won't even be in the tag team rankings, you know. So it doesn't mean just because they'll they'll bring in a bunch of tag teams that they are automatically in the tag team. They'll put them in other places for now. Um, like I said, whoever AEW has brought in, I feel like they've used them properly. You know, like they don't automatic pushes and shit like that. It's just all right. Let's build them up before, you know. I think I feel like if anyone went to like impact and stuff, like that, they'll be like, all right, whether you're a job or not, WWE, you're the next champion. 
Yeah. No, I can see Luke Gallows and Collins and going to one place they've one of the place they've never been, Ring of Honor. They've never been there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly I think the best fit for them would be Japan and stuff like that. Um, Kashi Sono. Now this is the most recent one. Yeah. As of this recording. He's gonna be a he's gonna maybe wrestle in a couple more years and be a coach somewhere. Yeah, I, I think that's what he what he wanted. Like this dude was one of their hardest workers. Yeah. This dude, this dude, like like flew to the, the U.S. to do like a what was that World's Collide pay per view yeah. shit, and then flew back to UK to do a, a show. Like one of the UK teams and shit like that. This dude was one of the hardest workers and still couldn't get through. Um, best fit. Where do you where do you think? I don't know. I mean, probably Ring of Honor because like he has a history there, and they would, and they people he'd be one of those guys like those transitional guys, and he got to being a coach Ring of Honor. Mm. I think that might be the best bet. Yeah. All right. I'm, he's not active. But I'm going to talk about him anyway. Kurt Angle. Uh, I think Kurt just walks away. No, he'll always be a part of wrestling. Like, I, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised AEW just brings him on to do, like, a special show. Not as a wrestler. Yeah, obviously. But as, like, you know, like, you know, like, they'll go, where's Kurt Angle from? Where Wherever Kurt Angle's from, they, if they do a show in, in that state. He's from, oh, he's from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Like, they go to Pittsburgh and do a show at that state. Special guest star, you know? Kurt Angle, you know? And everyone's, you know, it'll be a great fucking fan moment, you know? But as, uh... Like actual job, like workplace. I don't know. Hey, it doesn't matter. Uh, He's not an entity right now. Next one, Leo Rush. No surprise. I don't know. Not surprised, really. Uh, he's one of those guys that have been talking about like he wanted to leave. So this is what he got. What he wanted. Um, what is tricky with him is, is he gonna continue wrestling? You know, he's let it known that he 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 may want to do different things like like hip hop and stuff like that. Um, and acting so the the curious thing is is does he still want to wrestle um, but what could be happening now with these releases like you know what Heath Slater has said in his video these guys might be hungry again you know they're released they're free yeah so now they got an opportunity to shine and show their real talents you know Any, wherever they go whether it's AEW or Impact or Ring of Honor or MLW AAA wherever um, for Leo, I absolutely feel AEW is the the best fit. Um, um, right. They could use one a, a man of color uh, that they can push right from the bat, you know, because he has a huge name and and he has a great fucking work ethic. Like that dude is a star. Like before he was a star, whenever he was in ring. He was a star. So the dude's charismatic. You know? So I think as soon as you get him in a ring, he's going to be a fucking superstar. You know? And you could get... What the fuck? Um, <laughs> oh, did you, did, did you tell people oh, what we're watching? Yeah, we're watching ECW Living Dangerously from 1998. Yeah. And we're on Rob Van Dam versus Scorpio. Two Gold Scorpio. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so I, I think AEW would be best fit. Like, I think they can push him really hard and have... Like, like a really good run with him. I wouldn't mind seeing him in Japan. Something different, you know. No, he's not different. Like, I, I can see in Japan. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Japan. Yeah. 
right. Um, Marcus Gomes. Gomes. I feel like I do know who this is, and I can't picture him. <laughs> All right. Um, Maria and Mike Kanellis. Uh, another one. This guy wants us to leave. Um, um, Ring of Honor. To, to go back to, with Matt, go reform the kingdom with Matt Taven. Yeah, possibly. It's, uh, it, I mean, odds are, because I think he still has, like you, like you were alluding to, he has a lot of connections there still. You know? And that's where he's most known. That's where he can get, like, quick um, pickups from. That or Impact, even. Even though Impact is under a different regime, too. Yeah. Still, like, like one of my... When Impact was shitty, and I and I would try to watch it, he was the best part of it at most... Whenever he was in the ring, most of the time. I felt like his his stuff was the best part. Um, so, I can... Yeah, Ring of Honor or... Or um, an impact would be great for him. All right, now you got a, a three NXT guys who I've never heard of: MJ Jenkins, Muhammad Abdel Fattah, and Nick Ogalar Ogari. Not any of them are. Uh, I feel like if I saw them face to face, I might. But that's regardless. All right, next up. They end up anywhere, really. Uh, Rowan. Uh, I think he was another guy that I wanted to leave. And also not surprising, um, after you know, if you've seen his fucking run on WWE with the stupid spider shit that they were doing, have you seen that? Did you yeah, see that at all? I did. With the, the the creature and then they revealed it, then killed it. <coughs> well, the robot spider. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this was a surprise. They had nothing for him to do. Um. Obvious. I think the obvious spot right now is AW. Like he would fit with that, with that whole Brody Lee shit. Um, other than that, he can. He's an anywhere guy. He's good too. He's a good wrestler. Um, where, where do you think? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe MLW. MLW, yeah. You know this. Something different, you know. <coughs> I think something, you know, somebody where he can make more of an impact. Like he, like if he goes to AW, he's back in another faction with Brody Lee. Like yeah, but this, they would use him better. Yeah. This wouldn't be like a joke, or like he wouldn't be like that silent monster thing that they would they always did with him in WWE. You know, he wouldn't have like a fucking prop spider. You know, it wouldn't be a cartoon. Yeah, you know? I guess. And also, he's a big guy, and AEW could use more big guys. You know, uh, Rusev. Saddest Rusev day ever. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I got a surprise for Rusev. Where I think he should, he should go. All right. NWA. And yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's kind of. I, I. I've. I haven't been even considering them in this conversation, but yeah, that's a great spot for him. Um, because I don't know how he's good in WWE talent wise, but I don't know if that translates for him in like a indie run or anything like that. You know, I think he's charismatic and all that stuff. He's a big guy that can run and do a lot of athletic stuff, but I don't know if him I can see him in AEW. I don't know if I can see him in Impact even. You know. But the NWA, I think that's the best spot. You were right. You were right on the nose with that one. All right, um, Sarah Logan. I could care less. Um, I never liked her. I, I, I could see her going back to the 
uh, Shimmer or whatever she was from before. Um, she's still going to work, obviously, because her husband's still working. So she's going to have to do something while she's home. So, uh, uh, Shimmer. All right. I, I don't see it anywhere. Uh, um, another trio of NXTs. Tainara Conti, Tino Sabatelli, and Yefeng Rocky. Tino Sabatelli. Oh, I, I didn't even know that dude was still there. I think he was on the injured list. Um, uh, Conti, I could see going to uh, Impact or AEW or Ring of Honor. She could go anywhere. She. Do you remember who she was? Yes. She was a Brazilian girl. She always yeah. came out oh, with a black belt. Yes. Um. Yeah, I could see her going anywhere and with that character. Yeah. The biggest name, one to me, one of the big, one of the bigger names that got really Zack Ryder. Yeah, we talked about him before. I could see him easily going to WWE. I'm sorry, AEW <laughs> um, with with uh, Myers. Um, and then, like I said, like they don't need to go anywhere. They have their brand. They have their show. Um, and they're over in that regard, too. So, um, again, like I said, Cody posted that picture of him. Or that gift. Was it a gift or a picture? I think it was a gift. Um. So he has a lot of ends over there. So, so I can I can see them end up ending up anywhere in AEW, both of them together. Now the reason we I didn't mention the the producers and stuff because mm-hmm. they were furloughed, which means yeah. they'll probably come back. Oh, possibly. Yeah. When you get furloughed, you get to keep all your benefits, and you can come back to your job when when they rehire. Yeah. So that's why I mentioned. That's why I want to stay away from producers. Yeah. Yeah. What, what the fuck am I gonna say about the producers? I mean, there are a couple of big names on the list, though. I mean. Yeah, but they can. Those producers are, can produce any, anywhere. I think it's best for us to just go through the the wrestlers, so where where their talents and stuff like that yeah. can go. You know, a couple of producers that are young enough that they, if they want to get back in the ring, they could. Like Sean Devari. You know, he's relatively young. He wasn't wrestling anymore? No, he was a producer. Huh. See, see what I mean? Yeah, but uh, yeah, but he sucked. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I see him just staying a producer. I think there's a reason why he was just a producer there. Now, one guy that got, that got released that um, ate in English. Who was an announcer that but he could still wrestle? Yeah, he could still wrestle. Um, I I could see him doing anything really, whatever he wanted. Um, I'm surprised they let him go though, because he's married to the Guerrero. Because he's married to Eddie's daughter. Yeah, well, yeah. WWE does like to just invoke the Eddie Guerrero's name. No, what I'm saying is they do. <laughs> yeah, so you know, whenever there's a Mexican in the room, yeah, like oh, that's the next Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm, that one kind of surprised me a little. A lot of these surprised me. Well, there's no fucking loyalty in that company. No, there's really not. You know? Like, it's... Now, I hate, the one thing I don't want to... I didn't want to do with guys that was... People that are still there that... I can't believe this person got fired, but this person. I hate doing that. What do you but mean? I, like, like, certain wrestlers will let go, but why would certain wrestlers but not others? Like, okay, some of them will let go, but why is Dana Brooks still there? I mean, they're pushing her now... That's probably why. <laughs> I mean, Bobby Lashley. What the hell is he? He's involved in that thing with Lana. Lana, so what? That's a garbage storyline. But uh, he he produces, I guess. He probably produces. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I know you're trying to be very careful because of uh, the Corbin situation. Yeah. And look, as much as you hate on Baron Corbin, he's not wrong. 
And the whole thing he said about it's messed up that you want to meet, you know, people to lose their jobs. He's not wrong. At all, he's not wrong. No, he's not. You're absolutely right. Also, oof. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Bancroft is not wrong at all. 100% right. Now, the also, one- though, good. I had the same question that that Twitter guy had. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck is he still there? Yeah. I really did. No lie. I had the same question. Now, <laughs> another, another, a lot of the locker room. I didn't put room, it out there. I was just like, Corbin silly? <laughs> a lot of the locker room talent came out talking about this. One of the guys that really came out and talked about it on social media, and he did a video with Seth Rollins, and he caught a lot of flack for it. A lot of flack. Oh, Seth Rollins you're talking about? Right. Yeah, because he's fucking tone deaf. I guess his company just raises tone deaf people. But here's the thing. Forget what Seth... I, I posted this somewhere. I, I forgot where I did, where I actually forgot where I put I might have been on a comment on Facebook. The world is not where it was six months ago. Shit that Seth Rollins said and did six months ago, shit like this, what's going on in the world, will shake you a little bit. Like, it'll change your perspective on life. And maybe he has a different point of view about life now. Life is different now. Yeah. Let's, give, let's cut this dude some slack. Wait, what are you, are you talking about? The video... That Seth Rollins put out where he just talking about everybody being let go and, yeah. you know, and people are ripping him for it. Yeah, so what, what happened six months ago? I'm just saying, whatever he said about wrestling, the way he was as a person six months ago. Oh, I don't think they're mad about that. that I don't get what this hate about Seth Rollins. And people are like, he's, he's fired. He's, he's telling people to, to leave WWE alone. Like, stop giving. He's, he's angry at fans for giving shit to WWE for letting all these people go. And he's saying like, "Yo, we gotta get behind him. You gotta stop this and stop, you know, stop blaming WWE. It's not their fault. Blah blah blah. It's WWE's fucking fault. You know, he's he's just, he's he's being the company man. You know, that's all he's doing. You know, like like shut up for a minute. Let the people fucking deal with this shit and stop telling people to start loving WWE. Well, I don't think he you know? said love. He like he he, he said, said to stop. Was- he doesn't understand why people are angry with WWE." You know, we should stop this and just join together and be unified and stuff like that. You know, WWE's a great company. Like he's doing, he's doing the company lion shit. You know, because he still has his job. See, I, I didn't, I didn't hear it that way. Yeah, it's still, it's, it's in, it's in that video. It's all the stuff he said. Um, where he was talking about, like, you know, I'll see if I can bring it up, but yeah, when he was talking about like, like we should. Get behind. I think he, he might have said get behind WWE or some shit like that. See, I didn't hear what I heard uh, was, I yeah. well, I heard was, you know we just gotta stop being mad at everybody. Just you know, it's time time for everybody to, to be you know work together. You know, yeah. One, yeah. But I mean, one thing I am seeing that is a little upsetting to me is all this negativity and hostility toward WWE. It's a difficult day for everyone. I think it's ever blah, blah, blah. We should unify. You know? And for us to band together and try to do our best we can to keep the business alive the best we know how at this moment. You know? Because he... he, he but I'm he, saying, like, he's trying to say he doesn't understand why people are angry at WWE. People should be angry at WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, this should not have happened to these people. You know? There's literally no fucking loyalty. And that's that's why they're angry. Maybe Seth didn't have malice when he said it, but he fucking said it. Like, shut up for a second. Like, yeah. stop. The company just let your family go, and you're like, oh, don't blame the fucking family. 
You know, like that. That that was weird. And then these these. Then and of course they're doing those little fucking live shows, you know. Oh, like everything WWE's doing is fucking wrong. And he's hey. like, oh, well, I don't understand the negativity towards WWE right now, you know. Like, you know. And then the live shows and all these people get fired and all these people are expected to do fucking live shows now, you know. Yeah, and I don't understand. like. Did they record the 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 cruiserweight stuff? That's recorded already. Okay, I was curious. Like, that'd be fucked up if Drake Maverick. Gets fired and then has to go to work. No, that was recorded already. All right, good. Cause that 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 would have been so fucking weird. Yeah, it would have. Now, all right. Um, like I I clearly clearly misunderstood the way Seth Rollins. I I looked at it from a different from a different angle. That he just wants you know, he was the way I the impression I got was that rest. He knows that. I mean, what impression I got was that wrestling is dying right now because of what's going on. There's no live wrestling or anything. That to save wrestling, we all got to stick together. That's the impression I got from it. Clearly, I was wrong. Maybe he should have gave that message to WWE. Because obviously, they're not sticking together. They're just fucking, like, let them go when they don't have to. And he's saying, like, I don't understand the hostility. Why are you angry at WWE? That's what he sounds like to me. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's the issue. That's the, like, he's tone deaf. Just like WWE's tone deaf with their live shows and shit like that. Like he he's being tone deaf with him acting for unity and to get behind WWE and some shit like that. You know, like I don't understand the, the negativity. Like, like you know, you have a job. <laughs> These guys don't. Anyway, what's the next list? <laughs> so WWE was gonna try to do live every week. Hmm. They caught flack for. So what they're going to do now is they're going to do live oh, one yeah, week. Yeah. They're going to tape the next two weeks, like then do live. Right? Tape two weeks, then go live. Yeah. On the I weekend, saw that and I was like, or you could just take it as deal. They're going to really do tape a bunch of shows and send everybody home. The live shows suck anyway. You yeah. don't do it, right? Just tape it and send everybody home. But that's, you know, it, that's Vince. Because <laughs> um, Vince is afraid of losing that Fox money. Yeah. Um, well, did we finish the list? Yeah, that was it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I mean, let's move on to the next thing. Like right after all this shit happened, and then we get more bad news. No, I don't. One more thing. What, what? Money in the bank. Oh, that's right, money in the bank. So money in the bank this year, and apparently it can be a corporate ladder <sighs> where you got to fight from the bottom of um Titan Tower in Stanford, Connecticut, to the top, and that's where the briefcase is. Yippee Kaye, money in the bankers. This is ridiculous. It's gonna be another movie thing. It's gonna be a cinema match. Yeah. yeah, I, I could care less. I, I don't know. Like, I could care. We're, less. I think we're on an island because I think a lot of people are gonna love it. I think a lot of people are gonna be like, yeah, this is what it should be from now on. Look, the only way to make it entertaining is if somebody's walking through the. The Titan Tower. There's some dude with their back to him with a dirty white T-shirt on with dirty feet, and no shoes. No, that wouldn't be even interesting at all. Die Hard. I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay, would not make this any better. No, but at least it'll be something amusing. The match itself is gonna be dumb. It's just gonna be dumb. Sounds like Redemption. Right? Oh you ever watched Raid the Redemption? No. So yeah, they, it's basically they had to work from the bottom up of this building, 
fighting these gangsters and shit like that. It's, a, it's actually a great fucking movie. But anyway, regardless, different point. Um, yeah, it's... Look, if you're going to do the cinema thing, at least make it a... Re- do it with regular match. I think I said before WrestleMania. They should make every movie, every match, like a, a regular match, make it like a movie. Nah. And w- but nah. this, you're making an actual movie now. Yeah, it's going to be a cinema match bullshit. I'm not going to... I don't care. I mean, I'm going to have it on just because I'm curious... Pure well, yeah, curiosity. morbid curiosity. I want to see what what fucking f- bullshit this is. And maybe they might strike gold. Like I, you know, like with the boneyard match. Well, that was pretty good. I liked it a lot. But the the next thing they had. But they had one. Basically, they won for three with yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm done. I mean, this is ridiculous. Just send everybody home. Can't see pay per views. You have more than enough. You you get you get a tape you get did with Impact and AWD you tape they taped a bunch of stuff mm. to get them through a month and a half. Yeah, they were not gonna lose their Fox deal. What's going on in the world right now? They were not gonna lose their Fox deal. Well, you don't know that. Fox business is business. Right, but all right. Like you think Fox is gives a shit? No, they're gonna be like well, that's not our problem. And you then know? you know what? The W, you know what? Fine, we'll go somewhere else. And we'll probably we'll make we'll get that money back. Yeah. This, I mean, yeah. yeah this is yeah. No, Fox would have been Fox would have pulled their money. Um, we think we don't know. No, but odds are business is business. These guys are cold hearted. They don't give a fuck. You know, like I think the same shit might be happening with AEW at this point, possibly. Well, Luke deal with TNT. No, the 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 double or nothing thing. Oh. Um, want to transition to that? Yeah, go for it. You know, they're running AEW double nothing, uh, empty arena thing. Um, uh, in was it May tenth? It's supposed to come out something, something like that. that. Uh, and they're, they're they're going forward with it. Uh, quite possibly because they now have to. Um, because WWE got the go ahead, they became essential. You know. To be fucking, you know, wrestling and doing live shows. So that could have, you know, while before WWE got the bribed, whoever they fucking bribed, you know, with with that super pack. AEW could have gotten out of it. They all could have gotten out of it as like force majeure. You know, like they can't can't fucking, you know, we can't do live shows because the, the, you know, we're not essential, whatever. You know, but now WWE's running shows. So like these companies could be like, you have to run a show now, you know. If they're doing it, you gotta do it, or else we're gonna pull our money, you know. And this is this is where they're getting their money from now at this point, you know. Ooh. You know, so AEW might be against it in having to to do a, a live show for or a show for I don't know if it's gonna be live or not, uh, but having to do double or nothing regardless. If um, shows are back up, even if things get back to normal, people are not going to be flocking to places no. like this. So, I think, yeah, like I said, I just think their their backs are against it now. They have to put on a show for it. Um, so yeah, so I think yeah, I think WWE, you know, with the super pack, you know, bribing whoever they fucking bribe, I think put possibly put these other companies against the wall now because now they have to f- do shows. Yeah, especially you know, AEW's in Florida. So you can do shows because you're in Florida because yep. they're allowing it. 
So you're essential now. Fucking do a show, or else we're gonna pull our money. You know, I'm not saying that is the deal. I don't know. I don't have any ends. But you can see how that may have happened because all this came out after WWE became essential. Right. So possibly their back's against it, and they have to put on a show, a pay per view. Did you see what Impact did? Some arena with those walls to hold their one of their show, one of their pay per views because mm-hmm. of what's going on. They, of course, they Impact had to cancel. Yeah. So this arena had sold had. Had a refund like twelve thousand dollars, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, a lot of money to all their fans. Yeah. People that buy tickets. You know what Impact did? They paid them. They paid them anyway. Yeah. They paid this arena anyway for you know they did the right thing. Yeah, and that's that's good, especially for Impact because that, that gives like um like when they come back around. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll get See, people, full treatment. People are gonna remember shit like that. Should yeah. the Impact does, they're gonna remember that. Um, no. Yeah, I mean, that's also, the good thing about this is that a lot of you see a lot of good shit happen too. Regardless, right. of, you know, like um, what's his face, Moxley? Was it a million or two million dollars he gave to like indie companies and shit like that? Like yeah. he spread it across, uh, like indie companies to help them survive this shit. You know, so that, that's cool. You know, when you see shit like that. Um, See a lot of these wrestlers that got just got released, and a lot of guys who contracts are up, they're gonna they're gonna remember how Impact and Ring of Honor treat and AEW treated their treated their talent. Yeah, you know maybe I want to go to Impact. You know they're not the biggest company in the world, but they treat their talent right. They treat their talent like family. Yeah, maybe I want to go there. Yeah, you know maybe I've wrestled long enough. You know maybe AJ Styles is pissed off by Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, that's another thing. Now he could be like, you know what? I want my contract. I'll sit for six months. That was sad too when you. When you read that, yeah. When I, when I saw the interview. You know, maybe AJ goes, you know what? I'll sit for six months. I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, like, he, he can go back to Impact. He got to restart his career. A lot of these guys are going to go to Impact, Ring of Honor, even AEW, because hmm. they saw how talent was treated there. Yeah. That, no. that plays a big part in it, beyond money. Because yeah. now you get into your health, your well-being. Yeah. Sometimes you'll take a little less money to be happier. There's a Nintendo in the ring. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, it's going to be interesting in the next few months when town starts starts asking for their releases. You know, wrestlers start revolting, basically. Saying, you know, we don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. WWE's got a lot of goodwill to rebuild. Yeah. You know what the curious thing about the, the release thing, the 90-day clause, I just found out? What? They can actually go anywhere they want. They just can't, they can't wrestle. No, they can wrestle. They can do whatever they want. But if they do... They lose that money, like all of it. So if they wanted to, like, like if Brody wanted to, he could have came earlier or sooner. But as soon as he he signs that deal and then he he gets in the ring, he would lose whatever deal he had with WWE. Well, also they're they're allowed to go. Let's <coughs> say, Gals and Anderson mm-hmm. would decide they want to. They decide they're gonna go to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. They can make an appearance at Ring of Honor. They just can't wrestle. Yeah, they can make appearances at ringside, whatever, and you no, know, in the um, announcer booth, they just can't get physical in the ring. Yeah. So. so I, just, I just thought that was curious. I was like, holy shit, they could have, but I guess it must be like a lot of money that they're that's on the line. It's probably their contract. It's probably the entire thing. Yeah. It's probably whatever you know. They probably get paid their regular contract money, yeah. like whatever they will pay per per month or twice a month. Yeah. They're still getting that money for ninety days. Yeah. So that's that's. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and the week didn't get any better. It just didn't. 
this whole week was just messed up. Before, before we get into this, let's just get into softer news. Okay. Before we crash into that. Uh, WWE video game canceled slash um, rebranding. <laughs> well, 2K is canceled. WWE is doing another game. Yeah. What they're doing, nobody knows. Yeah, and it's not with visual concepts, uh, which did the last game. Um, supposedly, it's not a sim game, or sim, like the 2K games have been. Uh, but that's all the news, or rumors, really, that we got so far. Um, oh, shit. Man, I'm nuts. <laughs> um, so, it could be any. It could be like a either arcade-style game, or it could be like a some weird RPG style, whatever the fuck they want to do with it, um, game. Or maybe like a Cinematch type of game. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> maybe be WWE Boneyard. <laughs> and, you gotta, <laughs> and you gotta be AJ Styles and just play through a fucking Boneyard God. match throughout the entire game. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's the gist of it. Um, is those games are coming out. Or possibly coming out. I can't wait for the AEW game to come out. I'm curious about it. I mean, I don't... Like, they haven't really shown anything, or they what tease you, about it all the time, but... Go ahead. We don't even know if the game's coming out. I mean, there's rumors... No, it's not rumors. They are working on a game. Yeah, but we, we, but we don't know when, though. It might not be till next year. Yeah. I mean, hopefully... I mean, I want them to take their time with it, but I want it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... And it's just rumors, like, there's rumors about the Aki engine that they're going to be using, but they may not be using it, because the way Cody talks about it is Aki, it might be like an Aki-ish, like they may be working it from the ground up and making their own engine that that emulates the Aki engine. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Which will work out all this, it'll still be cool. Um, yeah. Um, sequel, the WrestleFest. 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 Yeah. Um, sequel. Yeah. Legit sequel. Before, That's... when they first came out, it was like a spiritual sequel, they always called it. But then I guess they got in with the company that made WrestleFest and then made it officially a, a sequel to that game, which is cool. Um, That's going to be cool. Uh, there's this other indie game. I forgot what it's called. Or I don't even think they have a name for it, but they have like a bunch of indie wrestlers signed up for it. So, listen, wrestling games are still coming out, so that's gonna be cool. It's better than anything, almost anything that's on TV right now. Yeah, Roman uh, Reigns. Oh my God! So when Roman pulled out of WrestleMania, he pulled out for legit reasons. Yeah. You know, he's his immune system is compromised because of his battles with cancer. Yeah. He pulled out yeah. of WrestleMania, and and this rumor and the story was that no, no ill will towards him. Yeah. He was doing his health. No, he considering his circumstances. It's not that he was just afraid to wrestle. He didn't. He was afraid, but for legit for reasons. legit reasons. Yeah. But didn't I bring this up last week? But did I bring this up last week? But I, we're gonna get to that. But now the story is that Vince doesn't want his name mentioned on TV at all. Yeah. I don't think it's because because of the heat. I don't think there's any heat on him. I think. Oh my lord. Somebody else. Somebody died. I just think they don't know when he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, if, anytime soon. It might not be for like another year. They don't want to mention his name because we don't. They don't know when he's coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to. 
keep mentioning his name like he's going to get involved again. Like, relatively soon, people will be anticipating his return because they don't know when he's coming back. Well, wouldn't that be the best thing to do is to keep mentioning him? No, I... Yeah. I mean, not saying, like, verbatim, like, all the time or anything like that, but keep him in, legit, like, relevancy and stuff like that? I I don't know because they don't know if he's going to come back. He might just not want to come back. He has twin. That news came out. He has twins on the way. Yeah. He might just want to stay home for another year. If he's going to stay home for another year... I mean, if he has a contract, he has to come back. Does he have to? I mean, he can just see and say, you know what? I'll sit. We'll work out a buyout. That, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I, I, I think, I, don't, I think it's less about the heat on him and more about the fact that they don't know, they don't know his status. I don't know. Vince and they, is they known don't, to be shysty. Vince is known to be like, oh, you buy, you, you, you giving up on me? All right. I, I look as shysty as Vince is. Something like this. I <laughs> really? <laughs> after, now, after everything that just happened. When, when, when it's cancer. You, you think he cares? I don't think I he think cares. he does. I don't know. I think... So, look. People's lives on the line. If he had... Hey, look. If, Livelihoods. If, if Roman had nothing going on with his body, like mm-hmm. no previous conditions, and just said, I don't want to do this because I'm afraid, mm-hmm. that, I could see that then. I could see Vince being petty as fuck then. This, though, I don't know. Like, what makes you feel any different? What makes you feel any different? Like, they're letting go of everyone, you know? And granted, these people he let go weren't really, like, big superstars for the most part, like, you know? But letting them all go all at once and shit, what makes you feel any different? Like, he he wouldn't do that to Roman. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Or the next thing we're going to see Roman is Roman's going to come in dressed in a dress or some bullshit just to f- bury him or whatever the fuck. Yeah. No, I, no, I don't think he would do that with Roman because Roman's rocks because he's related to The Rock and The Rock's like his golden good. Like, the, he, you know, whenever Vince needs to get a pop out of the crowd mm-hmm. or get 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 glue eyes on the TV, he brings The Rock in. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to screw Roman like that and piss The Rock off? Yeah. Well, then fine. Just make him disappear then. I, th- I mean, I think that's what we're going to do. For now, it's like, don't mention him on TV yeah. until we know his status. But they're not going to screw Roman over because then they're going to piss the rock off. I mean, that's his golden goose. He's, you know, that's the guy that he puts on TV to get eyes on eyes on the, the, the cat TVs. Yeah. That's, why I don't, that's why. I don't think that he would do that. Because yeah. yeah. Vince is all about the money, and you're not going to do that. Yeah, Vince doesn't like to be beholden to people either. Yeah, but Vince needs a favor from The Rock, and it would say, it would say that Vince did fuck over, fuck over Roman like this. Yeah. And like two months, three months later, when Raw's got crowds in the arena again, mm-hmm. I he, I need The Rock to come. Rock, I need you to come in and pop the crowd. Rock, no, I'm not doing that. Look, what you did to my cousin. No, <laughs> no, no, I think no. no. I think there's malice going on here. I don't know. I don't I'm, gonna, so. I'm gonna push it. I'm gonna push that rumor. I don't think so. All right, let's get to some sad news before we get to the main event. As if this week couldn't get any worse. <sighs> Howard Finkel passed away. Yeah, this was horrible. He was in he was in hospice care already. Yeah, because he had a stroke. But still, he was the voice of our child of my childhood. Yeah. And the story that some of the wrestlers came out about him were beautiful. 
Like when Christian, when him and when Christian Edge won the tag titles at WrestleMania 2000, mm-hmm. Christian was alone in the locker room with Hal Finkel's egg. I waited my whole life to hear you say and new heavyweight world tag team champion. Yeah. Um. Did you read the um Vicky Guerrero one? No. What she say? All right. I'm gonna say this without trying to get emotional. She talked about you know, how great Howard Finkel was. When Eddie passed away in Phoenix, Howard Finkel flew back with Eddie because he told Vicky he didn't want Eddie flying home alone. Aww. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. And Vicky Russell, I'll never forget him for that. Uh, who else? Oh, Tommy Dreamer. I was like his best friend. Oh, yeah, that, that I read. You know, Tommy said he cried all day about that. And he would visit Howard Finkel all the time. It's funny the little thing that they said. Howard Finkel, because Howard, Howard Finkel couldn't really talk anymore, and he really couldn't really use his hands anymore. He had a post-it note in his room. Wrestling's on eight o'clock. Leave the TV alone. <laughs> he want want to watch his wrestling. Yeah. But the stories that came out, the Vicky Guerrero broke me a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> Wrestling power, Fink. God. Damn, Howard Finkel, man. You see, I think I posted on our group page the um, CM Punk thing with Howard Finkel. Yeah, that was good. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, rest in power, man. Jesus. All right, all right. Let's get to the main event. Now we're going to be like, um, what's that top 40 guy again? Oh, um, Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. When you, when you talk about a puppy dog dying and he has to go into a, the upbeat song and shit like that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Alright, so this is a weekly contest of Raw versus... Raw. Raw. Listen to me. Of NXT versus... It's about good shows. We talk about good shows, John. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> you heard that too, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So my, my, I have neighbors I allowed. Yeah. Right, um, so I'm, I'm looking for my car. So again, start up. So, you want me to go with uh, AEW? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, NXT did win the total viewership again this week. Yeah, but AEW destroyed them in ratings. I'm at the point where... The control I'm, ratings. Where this is, I don't even care anymore because the truth is, at the end of the day, the AEW shows have been better live. They're empty arena. Uh, They're just doing it better. Yes. True. Absolutely True. But this is one of those first few times in these few weeks where I liked NXT better. Well, really I'm talking did. about more just the visual. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they've been they've been treating the the whole situation that we're going through right now a lot better. Where WWE shows kind of feels like it's a reminder what we're going through. Uh, this week, AW was that still until the end. Um, well, I had, I had a couple, I had a little couple more problems with AEW than just the end, yeah. which we'll get into when we get the. Well, you can do your show first, so yes, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get right, we'll get right into it. So we open up with a great promo from oh my lord, uh, from a great promo oh, my from lord. Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, um, there's gonna be too much of a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> it might. I don't know who that is, but it might be too much of a distraction. Um. Eight, yeah, eight open up with a great um, <laughs> promo from Jake the Snake, which I've been loving these code opens with Jake the Snake. Yeah, you know, doing this, uh, the oh, promo. 
Jan- oh, January you know what? It kind, it kind of lost me a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, not, not as hot now. <laughs> not um, as hot now. <laughs> stupid. Um, where, you know, he can't be there for obvious reasons. Uh, but he does these quick promos. And it kind of builds that kind of intensity. So when he finally is there to walk Lance down to the ring, it's going to be a little bit more intense, you know? So I think that's kind of cool. Like, this is kind of like a happy, like, um, happy accident. You know, like, he has to stay home doing these promos. But when we f- when he's finally back in the ring with Lance, it, everyone's going to be going fucking crazy. Um, so so he, he does the quick promo, doing getting Lance over and shit like that. Uh, Lance has his match with Cocobana for the TNT title. And, uh... Fucking love this match. I thought this match was great. It was all right. This is one of my first problems. What? It was a great match. Colgabana looked like he'd be a threat, and that's the problem. No, I, they built up Lance Archer as this beast that could destroy anybody. It should have been a quick match. No, because Coco should have got a little a little offense in. No, they, but it should it should have been a quick match. No, Colgabana is not that. The other guy's Lance fault is that. You know. Like, you know, Marco and uh, the other jobber that he fought last week, those were jobbers. Cocobana's not a jobber, you know? He's a utility guy. He's there, and Cocobana's been getting a lot of wins since he's introduced to this company. Cocobana's on a different level than those jobbers. He's a utility guy. You have to make Cocobana look good. Make him look like a little bit of a threat. And that's the thing, too. I think they did great, too. Like, Cocobana would get his offense, but he didn't look like a threat. Lance Archer would just get up, get back up from that offense, not shaken, and the great thing about it, the reason why I love Cocobana is like if you look at Cocobana's face throughout the whole thing, he's telling the story like I fucked up with this match, like I I really am not the guy that's gonna beat him. Like you can see it in his face, like he's like he knows he's in trouble facing Lance. If you look at his face and stuff like that, I guess yeah, that's how Corona spreads. Um, I'm saying, <laughs> I think. I mean, look, I'm not saying he should have squashed Cocobana. I'm not saying that at all. This was a quick but match. Like, how long was, was this yeah, match? It was a good 10 minutes. Yeah. That, it should have been long. Like it should have been an hour. extended squash match. You want? They're trying to push Lance Archer as this, this monster. This guy that's going to blow through everybody that gets in his way. It should have been quicker. Nah, because that, that's not I, realistic. I, this isn't WWE. This isn't like, like Kane or shit like that coming out and just destroying people. He does that for those jobbers. Those those newbies like Marco or that 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 other guy I keep can't fucking think of his name. Yeah, but, or, or if he's fighting like Shug D or whatever, he's going to destroy those guys. What like I'm nothing. Say, what I'm saying is, if you have Lance Archer to destroy Colcabana, then the next week Colcabana comes out and wins a couple matches in a row. And goes, you know what? Colcabana is really good, but against somebody like somebody Lance Archer's stature, he's not. He's nothing. No, because this I, I don't the way I, I they did it, the way they did it, it makes them both look good. Because he got as much as it, he got as much as he could do in this match, and then you could tell the way he was selling the the story with his face and his actions and stuff like that that he knew he was not in the same level as Lance, 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 um, Lance. Like I said, whenever he would like when Cocobano would get his offense in and stuff like that, Lance would just get get up. Like it was nothing. Like he was just all right. I took the hits, but now you're gonna get the punishment, you know. And then he and he destroyed. He he like throughout the whole match, Lance was the one that had the upper hand. You know, Cocobana would get a few offense here and there, but Lance was the one that was in control. You know, 
And he that looks like Cogmana is not the guy that's in the bottom of the barrel. Right, I understand that. I so do. this makes Cogmana look good, and it makes Lance look good. Lance, I keep calling him Lance. <laughs> Lance look good, you know, because it, because like I said, he beats someone like Cogmana. Yeah, but I still think that Cogmana gave him more, way more trouble than he should have. Nah, I think it was, I think it was perfect. I, 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 was, I, I don't. I, I mean, just, not perfect, perfect. But, but it, I, I, I said, look, I didn't have, I didn't have a problem with Lance, Ar- Lance Ar- with um Cogamanda getting ouch, getting some offense in. Hmm. But after like, Cogamanda should have one good wave of offense where it looked like he might be Lance Archer, then the match should have been over. The, he kept coming back on Lance Archer. I don't think he should have kept coming back on him. He should have got that one little burst of energy where he looked like he might pull the upset. After he didn't, the match should have been over right there. Lance should have got his finisher, did a couple of big moves, finisher, it should have been it. Nah, like... Coco shouldn't... Co- oh, Coco. Coco. <laughs> Coco Bannon shouldn't have kept coming back. We're both having strokes. <laughs> he shouldn't have kept coming back. No, because that makes Coco no. Bannon look good. I, 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 can't, I can't agree. Because now they can use them more for a utility later on. I, 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 I can't, agree. I can't agree with you on that. If it was anybody else, yes. But again, for this situation, I can't agree with you. I nah, I, yeah, I think they did great. Um, this was a three and three quarter snarks for me. Um, three. It was a good match, but not, again, the reasons why I knocked it down, I, I said it already. Three, three and a quarter, maybe. Uh, next up, we had Cassandra Golden versus Britt Baker. Uh, this was a squash. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. I thought it was good. I gave it three snarks. Same here. Uh, Cassandra Golden is one of their jobbers. Um, she was on Impact recently, too. Um, this was good. I like how... They, like, Well, before this, they had um, Britt Baker do a little video package. In, her, in a dentist's office. In a dentist's office. I don't think it was her office, though. Um, which was a great... I'm a, I... I'm all for her. She's a great fucking heel. Um, and she's super fucking over in this woman's division. I, I, I fucking love her. Um, and then in this match, uh, she won uh, against uh, Cassandra Golden. Uh, just being the fucking heel. I loved it. It was good. This was obviously taped before the Sheeta match, though. Because uh, she didn't have like that broken nose or anything... On her nose, yeah. Right, but during during that little promo thing she did, yeah, it was just a rewrite strip that she had on there. I think it was just bullshit for that. Um, but yeah, so that was that. I thought it was good. Uh, Jericho was great here, um, like he was last week. Not as good as last week. Last week cracked me the fuck up, but he was great here um, uh, with um, Tony Schiavone. Uh, Britt Baker. What else we have here? After this, we have Shug D versus Sammy Guevara. Shug D is one of their jobber guys. Um, I thought it was good. That was great. I gave it uh, two and three quarters. Um, I gave it two and a half. I didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it's a good little match for Sammy Guevara just to put him over. Uh, after this, we had uh, Kip Sabian versus Chuck Taylor. Uh, and a very fun match. I actually like this match a lot. Yeah. Probably uh, my, my match at night on AEW. Yeah. Um, very fun match. I liked it a lot. Um, it was, uh, they, you know, they, normally I would have a problem with the whole interference stuff, you know. But I like it because they only do it with Kip, really. Right. You know, and so if it's his gimmick and only his or not many other people use it, then I'm fine with it. Because it's his gimmick, you know, with him and Penelope Ford. What's his Penelope Ford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? uh, so that's fun. 
and then you have like a little they're probably building towards something with, between um, Orange Cassidy and um, Jimmy Havoc, Jimmy Havoc. Um, so yeah so this was good I gave it three snarks uh, three, it was fun three and a quarter almost three and a half I actually really liked it yeah. I'm a big fan of Chuck Taylor so yeah uh, Chuck E. T. Chuck E. T. Uh, next up we have uh, another squash uh, Justin Law versus Sean Spears uh, this was a straight up squash yeah. uh, this was just Sean Spears pretending like he's the greatest fucking wrestler in the world just like like jobbing this guy now Justin you know, Law now you know what's funny now they one of the rules in wrestling is the referee's supposed to call it like a shoot like call it like you see it mm-hmm. remember the part where um the jobber guy went, Justin I, Law Went for the pin on Spears and Spears kicked out. What if Spears like lost track and then kicked out and just got the pin on? That would have been funny. That would have been Yeah. It would have been like like one, two, three kid. Yeah, right. When he, when he beat, when he beat Ramon. Um, Ramon, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a straight up squash. It was a straight up squash. It was a good squash. I like, like, you know, they, they're, they, I don't know, Spears has been there like every week almost. Ooh. Um. So, I, so they really put them over for whatever this situation is that they're you know that they're in right now. Uh, plus, I think a lot of his, like I think he's like one of the trainers for a lot of these people. Okay. Yeah, you because know, he has his own school, so I think he trains them a lot. Um. So it was a good match. If that's like one of his students and shit like that. Yeah. Like you could tell, like they were like on point with each other. Um. And then they, I think they're probably gonna do like a little mid card feud with him and Billy Gunn and shit like that. So this was good. I gave it three snarks. Um, throughout the whole show, they kept doing these um, video promos uh, for the the main event, which was gonna be Moxie versus Hager. And they kept doing these little video promos as to they would interview MMA guys. And saying like, who do you got for this match? Like, who's gonna win? Right. You know, the Hager or or um, Moxie. You know, and they were and then they were acts like AEW guys, stuff like that. So obviously, like the MMA guys would choose um, Ma- uh, Hager because right. they're MMA guys. They even had um, I forgot what his name was, but uh, the, one of the commentators from MMA um, there. And so, so they, I, I liked it. I liked the way they did it. Then they, you know, they would ask like Taz, and they, who, who do you think is gonna win? And he would say Moxie because he's an AEW guy, you know. And obviously they would ask, uh, you know, the inner circle, and who do you think is gonna win? You know, blah, blah blah. And obviously they would say, you know, Hager because that's their boy. You know, so, so they had this going throughout the whole thing, and I liked it. I liked the, the little like. You know, like, who do you think is going to win type of thing. And they had this great segment with Taz breaking down, like, Moxie's moves and Hager's moves and shit like that. I thought that was cool. Um, Taz Technique, I think they called it. Or Taz Techniques. Or something like that. I thought, I thought it was cool. Cool little gimmick. Um, so, they were doing that throughout the entire show. And then at one point, they actually had, like, a, a bubbly bunch thing. Yeah. Where they did... Which I was kind of... Did you see the Bubbly Bunch? Actually? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't... I thought it was funny. I, I, I thought it was funny and it, it, I, was, I was I was happy I watched it. But I wish they did it in the Brady Bunch squares. You know? Yeah. But they didn't do it. They 
they teased it with that with the, the the promo image of them all talking and looking at each other through the squares but then when they actually did the bit they were just looking at looking at their phones to each other and shit like that and they would go to each other on those phones but they didn't do the squares I was hoping they would do the squares but they didn't do it um so I thought that was funny uh next so that which leads us to the main event which is uh Moxie versus Hager um So my, I, we were talking about this before, and I think this is like the main reason why I put NXT over. Uh, this match wasn't the the usual format that we've had for these shows, for you know the the prevailing circumstance shows that we've been dealing right. with since since this shit started. You know, AW figured out the formula, the format, the right. formula, whatever. And their shows look really good every week. It and looks like an arena show. Yeah, but but they figure out the formula. They take the sound out of the ring. They put it in the commentary. They have the commentary talk constantly, you know, to fill out the noise. And you know, there's no quiet. There is no quiet because Jericho constantly fucking talks, constantly fucking talks, you know. And and um, you know, Shivani is constantly talking. They're talking and talking and talking. They're filling out that silence. Also, what they do is that that helps a lot. They don't have the wrestlers do their regular entrances. They have yes. to kind of come out. Yeah, they have them come out, do the thing. They're not, you know, posing. I and mean, if they do any type of pose, it, it's sarcastically because they know there's no one there. So they're just doing something stupid like... Hey. Also, again, I think I've mentioned this multiple times. Because of where they're doing the show, the sound doesn't echo as much. So it feels more intimate. No, what they're, what they're doing is they're taking the sound out of it. So you don't really hear the ring. They're, they're, they lowered that, the volume of the ring. And they're raising the volume of the commentary. It also and that's why the commentary is constantly talking. It also helps that there's actually people there, you know, the wrestlers and stuff. Because mm-hmm. you hear them and too. And you hear them, yeah. So they fill out the, the, a little bit of the audience. But the main thing they're doing is getting rid of that. Not getting rid of it, but they're lowering the volume of the ring. And then they're raising the volume of the commentary. So all you hear is Jericho and Shivani talking over it, for the most part. Which is great. Right. Because Jericho's great with it. And Shivani's good uh, with Jericho. Another good thing they do, the WWE NXT is doing now, is they put the camera closer to the ring. Yeah, but which helps. Yeah, that helps too. So they and, figured out the formula, right? right? That's the formula. They got it, and they went the 180 with this match. They did an NXT match basically. Basically, like they one you only had one commentator, which was uh, Ross, right? Jim Ross, yeah. Who was obviously recording from home. Yeah, from his house in his um, underwear. Because he has the equipment from the New Japan shows he used to do, so the you only have him doing commentary, and he's not as quick, and he's not as loud, and he's not as energetic as Jericho is, or Shivani, or, or Shivani. Well, Shivani, no, I'm saying Jericho's the energetic one. Right. Shivani's just playing off him, you know. But even if I think Shivani by himself would have been a lot better, he would have been a little bit more energized. Um, so with that, they have the sound pumped up in the ring. And you hear it all. So when JR decides to be quiet for a second, it's that quiet fucking arena from NXT or a or WWE Raw or whatever. You know, you hear that, you know? So you hear, like, the silence. You hear, like, the shh. Also, I mentioned that we were watching it. Whenever JR stops talking, it's almost like he stopped talking. He's expecting somebody else to talk after him. Yeah. It feels like he's having a back and forth conversation with nobody. Yeah. 
That also you mentioned too. If the commentary was bad, it felt like it should be on two K nineteen bad. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, it it's obviously he was watching the video, paused, figured out something to say, unpaused, said it, pause, figures out something to say, pause, said you know that type of shit. Um, but that that's not the problem. The problem is is that it was just that one commentary, and the match, you know, it not. The, you know, like I said, AEW had the formula, and you know, with us taking the sound out, putting the sound up on commentary, the entrances, and also the matches are short. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just quick, fast-paced matches. This was not that. You know, this was it's very slow, very methodical. You know, and it went all over the place. You know, and it went through the 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 arena, the empty arena, and shit like that. So I'm like. This was not, and it lasted like over a half hour. Yeah. You know? So, my, so like I, I was telling you before we recorded, like I, I was like of two minds with this shit. You know, part of me is like, this is not what we need right now. This should have been a lot, this should have been 15 minutes. If they wanted to go a little bit long, 15 minutes tops. You know, not a half hour, not over a half hour. Um, and then not have it go all over the place, keep it in the ring, you know? And, and take JR off it and put Jericho, you know, have him just, you know, talk his boy up the whole fucking time. It yeah. would have been funny, you know. And, you know, so that that whole situation kind of hurt that match a lot. If, the, my other mind of this was that if this was not the situation we were in, this would have been a very decent match if there was a crowd there. Because there... Because they would be, you know, they would be going through the crowd and shit like that, you know, and the crowd would be going crazy for this shit, you know. And this is the type of match where a crowd would have helped it, right? But they, they wasn't. I thought the match itself was actually pretty good, you know. They were, they were fucking going hard. And, well, that sounds like a, that's what she said. Um, but they were going at it with each other. They, they were really hitting and shit like that. It was hard hitting. So I enjoyed the match, but this was not. The, the proper match for this situation that we're in right now. Right. Should have been shorter, should have been faster, should have been, you know, beat down and shit like that, you know? And the, the, the commentary should not have been JR. I think they did the right thing with JR, but again, we're in a new situation, you know? Bring JR for the main events, you know, that type of thing. Right. That's what, you know, we were talking about that before, like, this is what JR should be, but not for this life that we're living now, you know? Keep it, you know, that. This was my main problem with AEW was this one match. I love everything else up to this point, for the most part. Um, but yeah, so uh, I I rated three snarks, um, but I, I felt like they went tone deaf with this one. I go two and a half. I I think that just boring to me. Well, you didn't really watch it. I mean, I watched the first ten minutes of yeah. it, and I I was done after that. But like I said, I think it, like with a crowd, it would have built up, and the Maybe. match itself was actually really good. You know, they were really hitting. They were really. They went stiff. They went hard. You know, and it was good. And they built it like a fucking like UFC style type of thing, not something. But there's no one around for you know. Like there's no there's no energy to it if there's no crowd for it. You know, I Maybe. just yeah, they just missed the mark on this one. It's not. It wasn't the right time for that match. They should have did something else with it. Well, I'm not buying Jake Hager or <coughs> anything. Huh? I, I, I'm not buying Jake Hager as this big tough guy. I, I'm not buying it. I mean, I just couldn't do it. 
I, I had no interest in this match when I heard about it. My match is going to be horrible. Going into it, I knew I wasn't going to like it. I, mean, I heard about it. I think the, the build-up and everything was great for it. You know, building towards the match and everything. It's just everything in, in the match itself was good. I just think it was mad, bad timing to have this match now. You know? I think it would have been great if they did this during Blood and Guts and shit like that. You know? But I just think they, they this one shouldn't have happened the way it happened. Either give Moxie a different competitor or a different co- opponent. You know? Maybe Ortiz or Santana or some shit like that or whatever. But not not this. I think Ortiz would have been a lot better. Yeah. You know? And it wouldn't have been like a... It would have still been like a ground and pound type of match, but it would have been faster. It would have been a fast pace, more energetic than this was. This was just not the right time for this match. That was my main problem with it. And it went longer. Like, I feel like this match was way better than... The Champa center match, the Gargano center match we had last you're week. Not, you're not setting the bar very high with that. But I'm saying, like, this was way better than that. But this was still too long for what it was. I think, you know, like I said, two minds. If we had a crowd and shit like that, it would have been, uh, it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got, because I did, I too got a little bit bored because it was, like, they made, they reminded you, like, there's no one here. You <laughs> know? Not only did JR remind you, but the the sound and everything. Like, everything just went antithetic to what they've been doing since they this whole situation. So that was my main problem with this match. Now, your show. All right. NXT opened up. Finn Balor defeated Fabian Aikner. It was actually a... I enjoyed this match. It wasn't bad. I loved it. I loved it a lot. I thought it was good. I think Aikner is great. Yeah. Um, And I think they kind of lucked out with Aikner and uh, Bartel. Yeah. Because they got stuck here before they went back to the UK. Um, so now, now they can push this um, feud with him and Walter a little bit longer. Right. Now he gets to go through all of them. Go through the entire um, Imperium. Uh, Imperium. You know, because he already fought Alexander Wolf in UK. Right. And that was a good match. Um, and now he just fought uh, Aikner in a good match. And they went, like, they went hard, too. Like, yeah. Fucking, you saw his chest after that? Yeah, you saw fucking yeah. handprints all over his fucking chest. Finn, I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good match. Uh, I think it's, we haven't been seeing like great matches like this from Finn in, in a while. And I thought it was good. Um, uh, so I can't wait till we get Bartel and Finn. We're not going to get that for a couple of weeks. Next week, Finn is fighting Veltine Vel- oh, Dream. Dream yeah. That's going to be a good match. I don't know about that. Damn, I think that's I think that's gonna surprise you. I don't think so. <laughs> but right. um, next up, at some point we're gonna get the Bartel Finn. What did you rate it though? Three, uh, three and a half. I loved it. I went three and three quarters. I thought it was great. Um, next up, video package that you told me to watch. I had watched it when it happened, but I mm-hmm. watched it again with with Charlotte Flair. Yeah, talking about all her title reigns and who she beat, and she's saying the person that she sees closest to her is Mia Yim. So that's Mia Yim got the golden ticket. I fucking love this. I fucking love this. It was really good. This was good. This was rewarding. This was if you're someone who's been a fan of this shit for a long time. Now you got this reward. I wish they showed this before the real Ripley match. Because then we got like a reason why she went after Ripley. You know? Yeah. After the developmental title. You know? Because in the video she's explaining like I'm going to 
like she's she's destroyed the past, she's destroyed the present, and now she wants to go after the future. Right. And as she said all that shit, they would show little bits of her destroying Natalie, um, Natty, um, Hart, Nightheart. You know, destroying, you know, retiring Nikki Bella. Destroying, yeah. Destroying Trish Stratus. Destroying, yeah. Trish Stratus came back to test her, but destroyed her. You know, the past. She beat Paige at the time was the best wrestler in the world, the best women's wrestler in the world. Beat Paige. Beat Paige. Uh, You know, so focused on the past, you know. And then, then the future, the present, where she, you know, she she defeated all four of the horsemen. She, she tapped them all out. All the horsemen, yeah. You know, she destroyed Ronda Rousey. You know, she 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 ended the feud, the the streak, Oscar's streak, and shit like that. You know, all this shit. And now, NXT has the best women's division in in wrestling, and now she's going after the future. That was fucking awesome. I was like, holy shit. I wish they did this before that. I would have cared more. Yeah. And that great, the match with Rhea Ripley and, and uh, Charlotte was a good match. I'm still, I'm still not going to watch it. It's, it's really good. I say it's worth it. Um, because it's the best match of WrestleMania. But Maybe I'll watch it. Just that one. Just watch that. I think it's like one, the first one of night two. Um, so, yeah. So, so you, you get that fucking match. You get this this thing. And then she starts talking about uh, Mia Yim. And now they gave you a fucking reason to care about that match. Because they said Charlotte's first match in was, NXT was, was yeah. against me. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, I don't know how true that is, but I don't care. Because they told me this story. I'm just going to bl- take the blue pill and believe it, you know? <laughs> and and it, it makes me fucking care. And I'm, like, hyped for Mia Yim versus Charlotte. I know Mia Yim is not going to win. They're not going to surprise us like that. It'd be nice if they did, though. It'd be cool. It'd be a little bit different, you know? Maybe, but, not, maybe Mia doesn't beat her the first time out. He totally missed that. Yeah, he did. But maybe, maybe like me, a rematch of Charlotte takes. Yeah, yeah. So like, they gave me a reason to care about that match, you know. And I, I like now I care. Now I understand. Now I want. Now I want to sit down and watch that match, you know. So I thought that was awesome. I thought it was great, you know. And you know, and and, and, and until Rhea Ripley comes and and gets her title back or whatever they do, but I, I think we're gonna get a good run with Charlotte on this. At least, hopefully, this this was an um, we don't get this a lot from WWE like these yeah. great video packages or, or stuff like that. Um, but when they do it, it fucking lands, <laughs> and this was great. I loved it. All right, like as soon up. as I saw, it, I was like, "Yo, watch this shit." I watched it when it came out, but I don't yeah. remember it. Yeah. Like, I did watch it again today, actually. Next up. Zia Lee defeated Aaliyah basically a squash match. It was, but I, I again I loved it. Was it was a good match. It, it was uh, good. The match I mean the match wasn't whatever, but what I loved about it was that how they again, like with Charlotte, um, they kept reminding you what was happening here and why you should care about this match. You know, she's Zia Lee broke her nose, you know, Aaliyah, you know, tried to break her legs and shit like that last week, you know. So so and Leah sucks. She sucks. Yeah. Uh, uh, does she still have a job? Yeah. Uh, maybe not in the future. She's nice to look at, but that's about it, though. Yeah, I mean, she's a good character. She has her character down. Yeah. But as a wrestler, she's horrible. I think she's horrible. Uh, I like Zia Lee. Zia Lee has a lot of potential. I'm not sure if it was supposed to happen that way. No. But it worked. Yeah. Um, Zia Lee has a lot of potential. Like, she has a great moveset. Yeah, she's not. She's still green. She's still very green, but I think she, I mean, if pushed right, I don't know, with this company, but if pushed right, I think she can be a, a bigger star. Uh, but I, I liked how they, how they told the story here, and I, I think Leah did, played her part. Um, 
I gave it three snarks. All right. What'd you give it? Uh, two and a half. <sighs> was all right. Now, what they're doing, what I thought they were doing for the NXT Interim Cruiserweight Championship Tournament. Was yeah. It, it's not. It's going to be in blocks. So you have four wrestlers in block A, four cruiserweights in block B. And it's Each Robin. wrestler fights one, fights one person in their block one time. Yeah. It's, so, a, yeah, it's a bit of a round robin. Um, but there are no winners. Like, if you lose, you're not eliminated. But you got to win your next match. You gotta win. It's, so, it's all based on your win-loss record. And the, the best record in block one will fight the best record in block two for the interim champion. Yeah, it's, it's the best of the, the super cruiserweights. Right. <laughs> um, in this match, Akira Tozawa defeated Akira. Akira Tozawa yeah. defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott. Great match. I fucking love this. Yeah, it was good. Uh, three uh-huh. and a half. This is everything. Like this is, this is why I was like I was liking NXT a lot this week because like their matches were this. This they they were fast. They were you know fast pace and fast hitting. And this was it. And we got great Akira Tazara match. You know, and and I've missed them. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a great match. I gave it three and a half snarks. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I hope it's Akira Tazara. I, I don't know the blocks. Who's in, who's I forgot. I, I'm like, I, I'll have to go to a different band. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably going to be Katir, Akira Dezara versus and, Phantasma. Yeah, because Phantasma's in Block B. Yeah. All right, next up. They go. do a video, video package for Phantasma. Oh, yeah. Who's wearing his mask again. Because yeah. when, when he debuted a few months ago, he didn't have the mask on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. They didn't debut him. They had him in a live show. One of those NXT loop okay. shows. He wasn't at, on NXT. I thought it was NXT. No. Um, yeah, so... the Yeah, it was a good package. Um, which makes me feel like he's probably going to win this. Yeah. And I, I feel like you you said it last week, so I think you're right. Uh, I think they are going forward with him in the faction thing. So this would be a good little push for him. To have like like have this interim title and shit like that. Um, and then push him... With that little faction that he has with the the luchador faction that they're doing, so I think I think you're I think you're on the nose with that one. All right, I know. Next up, Tegan Knox defeated Raquel Gonzalez. It, uh, okay, wait, I'm sorry, I'm keep taking over. Go ahead. No, no, get no, please, please. I was uh, it was a good little match. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, my girl Shakti Blackheart fought off Dakota Kai and interfered. So next week we're getting Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez against Tegan Knox and Shakti Blackheart, yeah. which but I'm looking forward to. So I, I thought the match was good. I thought there was hard hitting on on both accounts. Um, my only problem is I why like I, I felt like Gonzalez should have won. Like you were trying to push her as his monster. Like, she should have got the win here, you know? Maybe in a shiesty way or whatever, but give her a fucking win, you know? That was my only problem with it. That gave it three snarks. It was a good little thing. Yeah, same here. All right, next up. Uh, fuck, I lost, I lost where I was. Crap. <laughs> give me a second. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Uh, On the road again. Just talk, smart, just talk amongst yourselves. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, here we go. That's me vamping. <laughs> um, they, did a video, they did another video package for Keith Lee about his journey, which I thought was pretty good. I, I thought it was okay. It wasn't as good as the Charlotte one. No, no. It was good, though. I just, the only problem, whoa, the only problem I had with it was, I don't know, Keith Lee doesn't talk like a normal person. <laughs> like, everything's like a poetry death slam thing when he's, when he's like, talking. 
You know, just talk like a normal person. Um, other than that, I did like like what he said and stuff like that. You know, I thought it was a good video package. I just uh, I just find it funny the way he talks. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, another squash match. Dexter Loomis defeated Tahuti Miles with the Anaconda Vice. I like this. Just a squash match. Yeah, three snarks. Just a squash. Yeah. yeah, two and a half. But I like that. I like. I'm liking the Dexter Loomis thing. Freaking psycho, like psychopath killer. And then he gave him the kind of Anaconda Vice as a finisher, which is great for if you're going for like that psychopath gimmick, right? Just choke him out. Yeah. You know, without any emotion in your face. You know. Yeah. I, I think that's that's a great move to give him. Um, and he freaks me out. I don't know. Like his look is really yeah, good. Yeah, he has a good look. He's not some great fucking wrestler or anything like that, but he's he has a great look, and he plays to his character good. So, I I I'm looking forward to how they, they treat him. All right, um, Adam Cole supposed to be Velveteen Dream personally cut a promo from his house saying no one deserves the NXT Championship and UE will have all the gold again. I didn't care for this promo. I he got nothing I, I to say anymore. I feel like he I fast forward. You know, I fast forward the most of his shit. Yeah, I feel like he has nothing to say anymore. And throughout the show. You had like little things with the dream, the Velveteen Dream and shit like that. I'm like, ugh. All right. In the PC, Velveteen Dream cut a promo on Adam Cole and Finn came out. And Finn's like, um, Velveteen Dream, he'll be the greatest NXT champion ever. Finn's like, you're going to pay for all the ignorant comments. We will get you a date with the prince. And Dream says to Bale, be a gentleman, pick me up next Wednesday night. Got sound a little weird. Yeah, I was, did, I, was like, I was like, what is happening? I know, exactly. Like, I, But I'm, even though you're not, I'm kind of looking forward to Velveteen and Finn. I don't know. Like, I feel like ever since he came back, we haven't really got, like, a good dream. Like, I feel like, I don't know if he was ready to come back. I yeah, well, I mean, so you're saying that the match won't be good because of Velveteen, not Finn. No, I think Finn recently has started to like shake the cobwebs off or whatever the fuck yeah, that was going right. on with him because he had a great match with Alexander Wolf in the UK um, he had that really good match with uh, Virdo at that one, one of those takeovers yeah you know, so, so he, he's been starting to like loosen up and right. he had a great match with Aikner and I think the match he has with Martel which is going to be coming up I'm sure it will come up it was probably going even better than all of that so I, I think he's been finally been you know I this was was this uh, NXT taped or was this yeah, partially this live? Yeah, taped. This one was taped. Okay, I was right. curious because he 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 went to the camera. And he did the two sweets. I was yeah. like, was that like for his boys? Oh, by the way, fuck you. Oh, uh, the pew pews. <laughs> Every time he does the, the fingers out, in yeah. my head I would go pew pew now. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> um, they announced next week four matches. Fanta- El Hijo Del Fantasma versus Jack Gallagher Kushida versus Tony Nese which is going to be a great match yeah this is all for the cruise yeah, yeah well yeah no not all the, yeah then um, Jake Atlas versus oh, fuck Drake Maverick <laughs> and Shati Blackheart and Tegan Knox versus the Gonzalez and Kai yeah that should be a decent card next yeah week. it sounds like a great card uh, hopefully um, yeah I, hopefully it's gonna be good. I mean, it sounds like you're just going great. You go, you can get some really quick matches. Yeah. The only one that runs the risk of going long is that that Tegan Knox match. Um, and that's one match I don't want to go long. Yeah. So, but I don't know. They did this match really. They did this card really good. Um, what else you got? All right. So, 
before the NXT Tag Championship match, Pete Dunne, who's stuck in England, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's home in England, he had he was going to personally choose Matt Riddle's partner yeah. for this match. And he chose Timothy Thatcher. Tim Thatcher. Now, what's also odd about this match is, is Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong, not Kyle O'Reilly. Because Kyle O'Reilly is diabetic. So he's, he is a little immune, his is a little compromised as well. Yeah. So he's going to be off TV for yeah, a while. So yeah. And you had said more, I think you had said a while back that you prefer Bobby Fish and Roderick no, Strong anyway. I prefer uh, Roderick and um, Riley. Oh, okay. Because remember, Fish got injured. Right. And right. they replaced Fish with, uh, they, yeah, they replaced Fish with um, Strong. And I thought they were a great team. No, I'm growing. I'm sure they, these two will be great. But this is the match, this is the team we're going to get for a while. Yeah. Until things start clearing up because Kyle Riley is better off staying home. Yeah. Because he's sick. Not sick, but you know, he's, he's he's a danger, yeah. And it was a good match. I liked it a lot. What what I liked about it is at one point early in the match when when um when uh, Matt Riddle was messing around with Datchy, you see Datchy well went to his corner, he had his big smile on his face because mm-hmm. he was like he's having fun. Yeah. I will say this though, I don't get Tim. I I know a lot of people, especially people in our Facebook group, love Tim Tim Thatcher. I don't get it. He's I, he's I a he's a wrestler for those grapple fetishists. I, I, I don't get it. He's a grapple fucker. You know, like like I I like I love I love Timothy Thatcher. When I used to watch Timothy Thatcher when he was on Evolve and Progress, and I never liked them in Evolve. I can't remember why. I remember I never liked them in Evolve, but I loved them in Progress more. You know, and um, no, he's really good. I I I I. I I anticipate some good shit here. I think he's probably for the gimmick. He's probably better for the gimmick than Pete Dunn. Um, Pete Dunn does the straight man really good yeah. with um, Matt Riddle, but it comes off a bit comical. Yeah, I agree. Thatcher, which is no problem. That's not a problem. Him coming off comical, right, right. But Thatcher comes off that really. He's really just a straight man. <laughs> like he's not. I'm not. I'm not gonna fist bump you. You know, I'm not gonna do all that shit. I'm just want to break his fucking arm. I have the same problem with Thatcher that I had with Matt Riddle when I first saw them. Remember when Matt Riddle first came in? I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Same thing I'm having with Thatcher. Maybe, like, Matt Riddle won me over a little bit because he's had some great matches since then. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't see it with Timothy Thatcher. Again, I see the same thing with Thatcher as with Matt Riddle. It's good. Like, he's good in the ring. I'm not saying he's not bad. He's not a bad worker. He's great. I just don't get it. Like, I, I don't... That, it doesn't pop for me. The one thing I can't wait... doesn't have the wow factor for me. Yeah, the one thing I can't wait is for him to go heal. Well, uh, I heard rumors that he had... I, mean, I read something that he had turned on Riddle at one point. Yeah, yeah. In, in uh, MLW and um, all the... You know, Evolve or whatever the fuck. Like, he's, he's, had, he's wrestled with everyone. Um, and he's... Usually, he's been a heel. He's been a face, sure. In, like, MLW and stuff like that. But he's... I love his heel shit. He comes off as his... He's a fucking pugilist guy. Like, you look at his face, he's missing a tooth. Or one of his yeah, teeth I, is I chipped. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. And, like, you just you just don't want to get in the room with this motherfucker and piss him off. You know, that's the look he has. And he, he he's great at that. Um, He was part of Ring Comfort, I believe, with um Walter okay. at one point. Um, and he's had, he's had great matches with Walter and shit like that. 
the 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 problem with him is that he's like a oof, he's a like I said before he's a grapple fucker like he's like he's he's a grappler. So my only problem with him is that I don't know. I, I guess it's great that he's part of his tag team because him by himself wouldn't fit with this climate. Right. You know, like it's he's a grappler. Like that's not gonna be well for this. Like, but since it's part of his tag team, I guess it works. I feel like he's one of those guys that WWE signs or AEW wouldn't get him. It's possible. Uh, possible not because, like I said, he's part of Evolve, and Gabe Sapolsky is. I don't know if he works for WWE or, but I know he has close ties with WWE. So I wouldn't be surprised if Gabe was the one that said that was the middleman on that. Like, yo, yeah. get this guy here. I don't think he'll honestly. Between, I don't think he'll last in WWE. He'll he'll be there for a while. Well, it depends. I don't on, see him doing too much there. I I, I really don't. No, nah, it depends on how they treat him. I mean, how NXT treats him, I guess. But once he's out of NXT, it's he's he's done. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, but NXT, I think he had. I think he can have a great run at NXT so long as he's there. Uh, especially when they heal him out. Um, I think that would be great. But uh, where was I going with Thatcher? I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, I like Thatcher. I think he, I think he's poised to have a great run here. All right, so so um, so they win the match. Three and a half, I give it. Uh, three and a quarter. After the match, they do a video pack with Tommaso in the back saying, "Johnny Gargano goes, you beat me. He goes, you're the better man. Yeah. He goes, I'm done. And after the match, he gets attacked. I thought it was Gargano that attacked him, but it was Killer Cross, who's now carrying Cross. Uh, carry Scarlet- on carry, uh, luggage? Huh? Carry on luggage? Hilarious. <laughs> and Scarlet Brodo. Yeah. So they're going to set up that feud. Uh, I didn't care for this at all. I didn't either, but I'm looking forward to the match, though. I'm looking forward to Gar- Tommaso feuding with somebody besides Gargano. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just did, like, I didn't like what he was saying. This was like almost like Rhea Ripley, just not as bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the having him, oh, yeah, you were the better man. He should have been pissed off. He should have been like, fuck I you, think Johnny. he was. I mean, look, all right, I'm going to try to save it. I'm going uh-huh. to attempt to save this. He was, I think he was just done with this whole thing. I think he was done with dealing with Johnny Gargano. He's like, I'm done with it. He goes, I've been, this has been going on for too long, I'm done with it. He wasn't going to let it consume him. The way the way he made it sound like he wasn't gonna let this consume him anymore. He wasn't like the hate the way it sounded like he didn't want to let the hate consume him anymore. That's the feeling I got from listening to it. Like that's how I felt he was trying to get out get across. Like I'm done dealing with it. Goes you want you're the better man no matter how you did it. You beat me. Go I'm done with it. Like he doesn't want to let it cons- let him take over his life anymore. That's how I felt. He was trying to get the message he was trying to get out there. I just I just didn't care for it. Like I don't like. Why should I care about you? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, I'm sure he's going to have a great match with Killer Cross. Killer Cross is not that great either, too. Like, I, you know, I'm not that over with him. He's fine and all, but I'm not like, like, oh, great. Like, uh, yeah. NXT has Carrion Cross. Carrion? 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 Carrion. Like the witch? Carrion? Carrion. Um, the, yeah, I just didn't care for it. I just didn't care for it. The match might be good. Um, but yeah, I just didn't care for him like admitting like yeah, you were the better man. I'm done, you know. And then he gets jumped in very WWE style type of. You you know you get jumped and the camera drops on the floor and all of a sudden you see the face of the jumper you know that type of shit. Uh, I just didn't care for this part. Um, match. 
of the night overall? You first. I am going to give it to uh, Swerve Scott and Akira Tozawa. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Finn Balor and Fabian Ackner. Mm, not a bad one. I love me. That's the kind of Finn, that's the Finn Balor match I want to see. That's the Finn that I like. Show tonight. Uh, I'm in two minds about this. Match it. The, the show with the better matches with NXT, but the show that looked better in terms of presentation was AEW. So I don't know. I I I, uh, I give it NXT. I, don't get me wrong. This was for me a good week in wrestling. I thought sh- both shows were good. Uh, AEW just, just didn't stick the landing for me, and they went tone deaf for that last. You know what? Hour. I'm gonna agree with you on that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you for NXT this week. Yeah. Which I, kind of disappointed me a little bit because AEW always puts on always watching the AEW shows. It feels like it's a regular. Sh- it doesn't feel like an empty arena show. Yeah, and they did. They gave you that for the most part for this. It's just that that ending just didn't. They just didn't stick that ending. And I also had a problem yeah. with that opening match, which I said already. The Lance Archer Colga match. Yeah, but I've said why. I didn't well, like you had it. your issue with it. But right. It was still a good match. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think I think everything was fine up until that last thing. You know, and for me, that that was the main problem with the show, um, but. Yeah, but I think NXT was just better throughout. You know, they just had better matches, fast, they, fast clips, stuff like that. And they moved their storylines along. The, like they, yeah, they the, moved the everything. They moved everything along. The great, definitely. the great Charlotte Flair uh, video package, other decent video package throughout the shows. And yeah, I was just more interested. It was just more of uh, a more exciting show to watch. More meat to it. Yeah, more or less meat to it. I would say. Well, more meat and less meat, but in a more satisfying way like you know what I'm, I'm trying um, like there was less to it but what they did have was more impactful I don't know what you're saying but anyway uh, it, it, they, no, they, they did less with more they did more with less throughout yeah right yeah Um, but I thought, I thought both like I was saying like both shows are good we're good this week Um, just NXT just stuck the landing better even even that that little promo at the end wasn't good. Everything else before it, it was it was fine. I thought it was good. You know, it was just more exciting. I like I like that a lot. All right, so that is our show this week. And guys, thank you once again as always for joining us. We do have some things planned out for the show in the future, which we're not going to talk about yet. We do have plans for the, in, in addition to another viewing party. Yep. We got a couple other things that we're working on. Yep. That that we'll get to at some point. Yep, 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 yep. So, guys, thank you once again for listening. Don't forget, please keep it in the ring and wash your damn hands, you filthy animals. Woo!